Your news program every morning with up-to-the-minute news and extensive analysis of issues from Korea and abroad. This morning with Alex Jensen on TBS EFM. So the oxyhumidifier disinfectant scandal certainly has been a cause of scandal, uh, but not just that tragedy as well. Um, and the list goes on for the problems society has suffered as a result of a lack of trust. Uh, people in all walks of life relying on the sort of items that you find on supermarket shelves and now with toothpaste, for example, the subject of recalls and sales bans, you think to yourself, you know, what can you buy with confidence? Um, Mr. Bashkut Tunchak, a senior attorney and chemist with the Environmental Health Programme at the United Nations Human Rights Office of the High Commissioner, joins us on the line to discuss a little bit further. Good morning to you from Seoul. Hi, good morning. Thanks for having me. Um, well, it's our pleasure, but uh, difficult circumstances, of course. You visited Korea for a couple of weeks over this issue. Can you take us back to that and, and what you found? Well, sure. I... Um as you said, I, I had a two-week mission to South Korea in October of 2015. Uh, the purpose of the trip was to monitor and assess the steps that were taken by the Korean government in protecting human rights from toxic chemicals, and similarly, the steps that were taken by companies in Korea. Um, At that time, of course, we were still very much in the grip of this situation and we still are to a certain extent there are victims who are awaiting um, what they would see as justice as a result of, of using these humidified disinfectants but um, other products as I said before coming forward like toothpastes um, and a company Amore Pacific issuing an apology but still um, they're also saying that the level of chemicals that same chemicals that were involved in the disinfectant scandal were very low in the toothpaste products but can you sympathize with us as a public, not knowing quite which items we can buy and which we should leave alone? Yes, I can completely sympathize. Um, while the amount in the in the toothpaste is small, um, you can't you can't blame the public for being concerned about this, uh, especially after such a tragedy as what what we saw with the humidifier disinfectant. Um, I think I think it's important to keep in mind, even though we hear, that the amounts are small. Um, it's important to keep in mind that the chemicals are usually assessed for safety of an average person, of a grown person. And what's a le safe level of exposure for adults isn't always proven to be safe for children who may be exposed to that same dose. Um, we've seen this with pharmaceutical products. We've seen it with industrial chemicals, such as the humidifier disinfectants. So, um, I, I certainly think that the company did the right thing in, in removing the product to the extent that it has, but um, the question, and I think it's the question on, on all consumers' minds, is why the product wasn't identified as having these chemicals in the first place and why they weren't removed or substituted even sooner. Yeah, indeed. I mean, we have to make allowances for the fact, as you've suggested, a toddler could pick up one of these and, and swallow a sub substantial amount of it when it's something like toothpaste. If there is going to be a, 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 a huge danger associated with that, we need to be warned. Um, ge generally speaking, though, is this a Korean problem or is it a worldwide issue? Because sometimes we say, oh, well, US safety standards say this, so that makes it okay. 
I don't know whether we're putting too much faith in the US standards, though, as a comparison. No, I, th I, think, I think standards across the world are still evolving as the science evolves. And unfortunately, more often than not, the science has evolved far beyond what the level of protections are. Uh, governments are still trying to catch up with what the science is telling us, which is that um, hundreds, if not thousands, of, of industrial chemicals are, are toxic and they're, they're being used by industries. Countries around the world are, are not certain when they're being used, how they're being used. Products are being imported and exported without considerable knowledge, a reasonable yeah. amount of knowledge about what chemicals are in them. Um, I think it's a global problem, and I don't think it's isolated to South Korea by any means. But you, you can start to feel paranoid, can't you, um, if you're looking at the ingredients of every single product that you're encountering. You know, and we're not even in control of many of them. Those, for example, that we come across in public settings, we don't know what products are being used to clean, for example, um, all the various different furniture and cutlery and crockery that we use. Um, as, as far as, um, you know, just, for example, sleeping objects, you know, pillows and, and mattresses. If you go online, you will find countless reports of toxicity associated with a lot of the uh, standard mattress and, and pillow materials, including those used for babies. But I can't help wondering whether, the, you know, those are scare stories or whether they're founded in, in an actual scientific basis. Well, I mean, I, I, I certainly sympathize. I, I think it's very easy to, to draw yourself into a, a state of, of concern and panic about uh, the presence of toxic chemicals in the environment, um, in products, in our homes, in our bodies. Um, but the reality is that this is, this is why governments are, are created. Their, their, their function is to protect fundamental human rights from threats such as toxic chemicals. And it shouldn't take a consumer hours to read all the ingredients in a cosmetic product in a toothpaste container uh, to determine that whether or not those chemicals present a risk that they're comfortable with or not. Um, the government should ensure that those products don't have toxic chemicals in them in the first place, and consumers should feel confident in purchasing those products. Um, regarding whether those those stories about toxic chemicals and mattresses are scientifically valid, they're, they're absolutely valid. They're, they're valid. They have found toxic chemicals which have been linked with a host of um, adverse health effects, uh, again, in scientific studies. Um, this doesn't mean that everyone that comes into contact with those uh, are going to have adverse health effects, but there is a risk that some proportion, in some cases, a, a significant number of people will develop adverse health effects. Um, and, and the question is whether those people who do develop health effects, whether their human rights have been respected in those circumstances. It does seem as well, though, that we meet with a certain level of arrogance from corporations, maybe from governments, maybe even from medical professionals who put a lot of faith in, for example, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Hmm. I mean, I, I just wonder what your thoughts are on that. I mean, is that the sort of arrogance that you encounter? Well, the arrogance being that the 
the U.S. FDA has determined something to be safe or allowed yeah, to be Yeah, for example, yes. I mean, it should be safe. La- la- completely laughing off concerns or, or not taking them seriously <clears throat> until it's too late. It's, it's, a, it's a huge issue. I mean, it's one that goes beyond just the U.S. FDA. There's, there's um, you know, uh, by corporations, by governments, there are efforts to say, look, X agency has determined this to be safe. So it should be safe. It must be safe, and your assessment is, is uh, too precautionary, too, too risk-averse. But I, I think um, <clears throat> what's important to bear in mind is uh, that it's it's not always up to uh, a foreign government, and it shouldn't be up to a foreign government to determine what level of safety and what standards uh, a particular country wishes to to have for itself. And just because the U.S. or the EU or China or anyone else determines that a chemical or a product is safe doesn't absolve a government of of determining based on its own standards and no. its public. St- publicly determined standards what what should be allowed and not allowed um another question then uh, more specific to korea based on your experience here did you did you sense i mean it's the same administration in place then as it is now there may have been some uh, cabinet changes but did you sense a willingness uh to to tackle these issues here Mm, to a degree um i think one, perhaps I should start by, by prefacing this that uh, two weeks ago I presented a report about the Republic of Korea to the Human Rights Council and um, during the interventions that followed that presentation, one of which was from the Korean um, National Institute for Human Rights, the Korean Human Rights Commission, mm. uh, they, they said that they had presented to the government proposals to address this issue of victims unable to receive uh, their right to an effective remedy for toxic chemicals because of an issue with causation and a burden of proof that's placed on them. They had suggested proposals to address that problem four years ago, um, and and the government hadn't uh, taken the proposals uh, to heart or hadn't acted on them, I guess is perhaps a more accurate way to say it. But the the government has made certain changes. The government has changed legislation regarding industrial chemicals. Um, they have started to investigate some of the the criminal charges that may be brought against uh, executives within RB. But I, I think I think the, there's still a lot more that the government needs to do. And, and my report provides some recommendations to the government and. Um, I think as the as the facts continue to evolve, there may be other recommendations that could be brought, both to the government and to companies. Well, in the end, again, we're reliant on this sort of global pressure, it seems, to bring about fundamental changes. And in the meantime, it's also left to us to study products. But I can tell you, Mr. Tunchak, we don't have time to cover it, but there was at least one toothpaste brand I was curious about, and I contacted the company, and there were chemicals there that were not listed on the packaging. So we're sometimes even left in the dark there. But thank you very much for taking the time to speak with us. 